What's up, everyone? Welcome to It's Not That Terrible, the podcast where I, Zach Brown, to with my co-host. Morgan Heisler. What's what's cracking? <laughs> and we talk about the terrible movies that we love. This week, we're talking Signs, released 2002, directed by M. Night Shyamalan, has a 59% on Metacritic, which is right at the edge to be on the show. So the movie got lucky. The movie got real lucky. We can talk about it. And this week, we brought a very special guest. One of our friends, Sammy Valeri. Sammy, how's it going? It's good. It's good. It's going, it's going very well. How are y'all? I, I am wonderful. I'm ready to talk about this movie. Yeah, I'm just vibing. I'm, I'm disappointed <laughs> that you and I, or at least I forgot um, to get my tinfoil hat for this episode. Because, <laughs> um, Zach, that was, that was a thing that Sammy and I were going to do. <laughs> and and I, we were just going to like not say anything and just turn on the webcams while we were recording. And it, you would just be like, what the fuck? <laughs> what is happening? God. But this like, movie. Could have been? But what I'm lazy, been? so, you know. Yeah, me too. It happens. <laughs> Listen, quarantine just be like that. Sometimes. It really do. That's how it do. That's how it do. Sammy, what is your kind of history with signs? Oh, oh boy. Um, so I saw signs in theaters, which God wanted to come out, uh, 2002 looks like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, I saw it with my mother and, um, my grandmother, I genuinely cannot remember which grandmother, but it was one of them, um, uh, saw it in theaters. Um, and for several reasons that will become very apparent throughout the course of this podcast. Uh, it scared the shit out of me and also sparked my love of the horror slash scary genre, um, of, of movies and of everything really. Um. It was, uh, uh, I, I've never, I've had <laughs> so many goddamn nightmares about this movie, um, uh, which is why, obviously, it's my favorite fucking horror movie. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> I am a twenty-year-old man, and I was still terrified during this fucking movie when I watched it yesterday. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, this is." I got to turn the lights on. I was like, "Alexi, turn the lights on, please. It's really getting scary." Like, and, it's. I mean, this movie has a lot of. It's emotionally like charged, you oh, know, yeah. like in in, in so many ways. Like, uh, it's like yeah, this movie is just like, um, it's so visceral in like all of I guess the right ways. Like whenever whenever it's like scary, it's terrifying. But like if you were to try to describe it to someone and be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" But like Shyamalan just like nails everything. Yeah, this movie like. Actually, no, Morgan, what's, what's your experience with it first when we get on? Okay, yeah. Move on? Yeah, so my experience with this movie, um, uh, I guess my experience with, like, uh, Shyamalan a little bit beforehand, I had seen Sixth Sense, I had seen, um, uh, God, some, something else beforehand, and, oh yeah, Stuart Little, and I, uh, <laughs> you know, like, watching, <laughs> watching Signs, I, I was in 2002, so I had to be, like, seven years old, we got it on DVD, and I was watching it on my PlayStation 2, and um the one thing that i like remember the most the first time i watched it was that i got to the we'll, like we'll touch on this later but i got to the brazil footage um <laughs> for the like the technical reveal like the full image of the alien and i stopped the movie and had to come back to it later and finish it and oh, wow. it was like one of the like because it, it scared me so bad like I was so fucking terrified by this movie and yeah and like Sammy I think that this movie 
I had always been into horror um, as a kid, and uh, and I talked. I think I talked a little bit about it with with Prince before on Silent Hill, like Goosebumps and stuff like that. Really, really um, made me lean hard into horror, and then Signs kind of took that to a new level because I think Signs is so much more than horror. Um, and I, yeah, yeah. it's like this movie's so special to me personally. I, it's like I didn't even watch it today. Like. Um, I was going to watch it for the show, but then I was like, I've watched this movie three times this year since HBO Max launched. I am good. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go and like, like watch or read some like critical analyses and, you know, see what I can take away from that. Cause I feel like that would be so much more beneficial than just being like, yep, Graham, Graham, uh, struggles with his faith or whatever. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of my history with this. I'm going to take over. I had never seen the movie until yesterday. No way, really? Really? I I knew that like, I knew the twist. I knew about the aliens. I'd seen the Brazil footage before, but I never watched the entire movie all the way through. Mm-hmm. Like my only connection to it was the scary movie three oh, bit yeah. where she's stuck between the <laughs> wall and the truck. Yeah, and it's then a spark like plug. yeah, then the, then then the Michael Jackson bit, which does not hold up. No, and that's about it when it comes to this movie. Sure like, no, no, it does not. And I like. I loved it so much. Like, I really thought it was going to be like a, oh, okay, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Okay, whatever. I've mm-hmm. seen The Happening. I've seen all the other things. And I fucking love this movie. Like, the moment that kind of cemented it was the, the dinner scene towards the end. Oh, God. Yeah. Because it's yes. so fucking good. I think, like, yeah, like, I think that, like, this is, like, one of Mel Gibson's, like, best performances. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. and Joaquin Phoenix is I think. I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, an all-star cast, really. Um, Everybody mm-hmm. just kills it. Yeah, this is like my only besides like Joker and her. I think this is my only connection to Walking Phoenix. Okay, I'm trying to think anything else. I, <laughs> I mean, three very good connections. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. yeah, like three of probably the best. But I think he does a better job in this than he does in Joker. Also, I don't really like Joker. But, sure, uh, fair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I fucking love Walking Phoenix's movie. Yeah, like Crushes the, the it. scenes where where he's sitting like in the closet watching the TV are so yeah. good. <sighs> yeah. Because he's oh, like, man, he moves movie. the TV into the closet because the kids are getting too obsessed with the news. But then he's the one sitting in the fucking closet watching the news. And he like his reaction to the footage was just like, oh, wow, like that's how I feel. And mm-hmm. it's so it's so good. And like his relationship with Graham and even the kids is just like, yeah, he's like definitely their uncle. And he's definitely uh, he definitely has a rocky relationship with Graham after uh after his sister's death and it shows and it's a lot of a lot of it is shown and not said it's like yeah it's, it's shown and not told um which i think makes we'll get into that a little bit later but i think that makes this movie super special yeah it, it really does it's like i was surprised how deep the movie was for mm-hmm. like and it, like i'm not Shyamalan usually gets a little up his ass sometimes when it comes to movies but this one i felt like was that perfect writing the line of like yes it's a popcorn space invasion movie mm-hmm. but it's also like a, a character piece about this dude who's losing the faith and trying to parent two kids and partially parent his uh a brother while trying yeah. to survive all this and man it ooh, this movie's so good i want to yeah, watch it again already <laughs> <laughs> yeah like yeah like to add on to that like it's a it's a movie about a, a struggle with faith it's a movie about struggling with trauma it's like it's all of these like wonderful things and even you know and this movie's almost 
Um, it's almost like watching a family. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but I'm gonna. It's like watching this family kind of receive therapy in a weird way because there's the scene where um, there's the scene where um, him, uh, Graham, and Caroline are outside. The cop, Caroline, um, they're outside, and Caroline's like, "Look, man, like, there's a lot of like weird shit going on. They had just seen the news about the uh, about the crop circles." And she's like, look, like, take them, like, take your kids into town. Like, you guys have been through so much. They don't need to, like, deal with this right now. And you need to, like, get them, get their mind on, like, everyday things. You need to get them into routines. Like, Morgan just had to kill his own dog. And you, like, this is, you know, they're not okay. And Graham just kind of looks at her. He's like, you know, you're right. Like, he, he kind of has the realization, like, yeah, like, shit's kind of falling apart. And even though, like, you know. The, the opening shot of the movie is just like, you know, from the first 30 seconds without dialogue that Graham um, used to be a reverend, uh, lost his faith and um, has a family. And his wife. Yes. And his wife and like has a family and no one has said a word yet. And then the movie goes on and it's like so much of this movie is told so visually that like um, it's it just does such a it just does such a good job of just like these things aren't spoken about and they don't have to be because if you, if you know these people well enough, or if you know your family well enough, some things just don't have to be said. And I think that, uh, M night does a, such a great job of like, I don't know. I said this before already, but does such a good job of just, you know, like not assuming that the audience is stupid and assumes that the audience is smart enough to pick up on all of these very small details. Like, the shadow of the cross or um or just the look on Graham's face whenever he um like whenever he realizes that you know the dogs are going crazy and whenever Caroline and him are like in the cornfield and she's like yeah the dogs are going crazy they're like peeing randomly and his dog had just done the same thing and uh and then he realizes he can't hear his kids and it's just like what Every everything is so well thought out in this movie. Uh, it's just like it's just so fucking cool. But we'll mm. we'll move on to the next thing because I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing ranting about this movie for now. But we'll 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 continue. I'm I'm gonna get a little goofy here. Go ahead. Why does no one in this fucking town recognize he's no longer a reverend? Like nobody's <laughs> right. just like, oh yeah, you're no longer a reverend. We're we're gonna stop asking you to to hear our uh you know uh, uh confessions about calling people douchebags. Yes. This is uh, <laughs> this is uh, the the I, I, my assumption is that this is just a uh, a pre social media era uh, movie where like oh no one got the memo that like uh, Graham is no longer referred to as father, um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> despite uh, the fact that uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, despite like the fact that Facebook and Twitter haven't been uh, invented yet. He found a way to still uh, doom scroll by uh, camping out in the closet. <laughs> this is like with the damn television set. This is like the beginning of the 24 hour news cycle. And he's just like, I'm just, I'm here. I can't, I can't let yeah. go. I can't stop. Wa- I can't hit a baseball and I can't stop watching fucking news. Yeah. And I guess like, I guess in the defense of people still calling him father is just that, I think, I think it's implied that it's a small town and everyone is religious and, he was kind of their rock and now they now mm-hmm. everything doesn't feel right and they don't feel like they have anybody anymore and uh, I feel pro- the pre- people probably feel like um, he's the only person that they can talk to especially uh, the the lady at the pharmacy Tracy right Com- 
Com- completely like um most most dialogue about this movie is about how it's about a crisis of faith mm-hmm. um focusing on graham and sometimes if uh, depending on who's writing it they'll, they'll include merle they'll include the family but no one talks about this is a crisis of faith for the whole town like, yeah uh because like you like like you said uh morgan not not morgan sorry graham was uh they're they're a religious spiritual center of this town and mm-hmm. Uh, he, after this very traumatic thing happened with his wife passing away, um, he abandoned that role. So the town is is a little bit adrift. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. Go I, ahead. Uh, talking about the small town being like leaning on religion. There's that line the lady has in the bookstore where she's like, "Oh, we got one of those alien books in a shipment on accident. Maybe when the t- the city folk will take it." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, so this is kind of one of those small religious towns. Okay, it's the city folk only believe in aliens. And like, I I came up with, like with a little theory watching that scene. Um, so you know, spoilers I guess for the end of the fucking movie. Um, the <laughs> the aliens are allergic to water. Um, so and whenever he's in the bookstore, a lot of this makes me wonder. Whenever he's in the bookstore, the old man is like watching the TV and he's so he's like, they're trying to fucking sell me soda and 12 times, like 12 times. And then like a Shasta commercial comes on 13 <laughs> <laughs> and like it makes me honestly, this is kind of like a big brain kind of thing. It almost makes me there's a lot of like there's a lot of um, uh, confliction on whether or not the aliens were aware uh, that they were uh, weak to water or like. I guess like allergic to water or whatever, but you could technically assign the theory that the reason that those Shasta commercials were playing was so people would buy Shasta while they're like looking at these crop circles instead of like having water laying around. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because at the end of the movie, Bo has like all of this water laying around and the alien like is kind of aware of what's like looking around and like, seeing all of it and whenever that happens it's it you know starts bleeding and all of that so it's very funny that in the bookstore he's he's freaking out about a soda commercial and about how like people are drinking too much soda whenever the aliens are like you know weak to water it's just so weird like if if the aliens were trying to do that that would be i don't know if that was intentional on in Knight's you know mm. behalf or what but that's like a cool i don't know a uh, big brain theory that I kind of have. Hold on. Go ahead. Is is the, is the implication that the aliens were uh, uh, controlling Im- the media? Shasta commercials. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like Dude, your brain is so damn wrinkly. I love this. this, is, this shit. No smooth brain up in this piece. Only wrinkly brains. <laughs> But I, I do love, like, talking about the water. Abigail Breslin, <laughs> who I didn't know was in this movie until I looked at the yeah. cast list. Didn't realize that was her. Uh, there's a scene where they in the bookstore, and she goes, this water is contaminated. It's, it's so good. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It made me laugh so hard. Just, like, in the scene where she walks to the, the bed and goes, there's a monster in my room. Also, can I have some water? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And there's, like, there's the bit... Um, where she's just like sitting in front of the TV watching Dexter's lab and there are glasses just lining the like lining the TV. I just remember as a kid watching that. And I'm like, oh, shit, she watches Dexter's laboratory, too. <laughs> his, the water has his amoebas in it. <laughs> it's got a hair. Oh, in it. man. It, this. Uh, so talk about the movie, like uh, talking about the small town, a line I didn't recognize from the beginning that I was watching a video this morning today and I realized it. The scene where uh, Mel Gibson tells the kids, like, we'll go talk to the doctor in town. They're like, he's not an animal doctor. I didn't realize the 
veterinarian is the person who yes. kills his wife. It's yeah. fucking that is rad. So cool. Like that's such a, a such a hitter like a miss line that is so fucking good. And it's so important. And Morgan is just like, but he doesn't work on dogs. And Graham's just like, yeah, but he'll know what to do. And you can tell that Graham's just kind of bullshitting. And mm-hmm. it, oh, it's so God good. Damn. I love that so much. This movie, goddamn, this is like yeah. peak Shyamalan. Mm-hmm. Like, eat your heart out, Sixth Sense. Or, and there's you know. a, there's like another, there's like a, a, a kind of a, we, we talk about like how the movie is kind of, you know, about a loss of faith across everything. And there's also the the line where Graham and Graham and Merle are sitting in the living room that night, and uh, I think Morgan and Morgan and Bo are both asleep, and they're kind of talking about the accident, and Graham really confesses to Merle for the first time that he has completely lost his faith. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much that he had just stepped down, but he was just kind of done in general. And, and um, they have the conversation like, "Well, don't you think that like." everything happens for a reason and like don't you like or you know like there's two types of people in this world like there are two like there's a type of person who thinks that like everything happens for a reason and there's a type of person who thinks that um like everything is just sporadic there's no real rhyme or reason to the universe but as the movie goes on like everything in the movie happens for a reason graham like graham shows up at the vet's house to have one last conversation with him before he moves and goes into the cupboard, cuts the alien's fingers off. Then the end of the movie happens. They get trapped in their basement. And whenever the lights, the lights come back on and it's daylight again, um, they hear on the radio. uh, I think Merle hears on the radio that, you know, they collected their, um, they collected everybody and left. They, but they, Mm -hmm. I think they left their wounded, right? And then the wounded is the one that is in the living room and the the glasses of water are around for a reason that all happened for a reason. And then whenever the alien tries to poison Morgan, Morgan has asthma and he's already in the middle of an asthma attack. So his lungs are closed like he has. He was given asthma for a reason and that restores you know that restores Graham's faith whenever he finally he takes him outside and he and like uh Merle even being like a a semi-pro baseball player that happened for a reason Mm -hmm. and what does it say like swing your heart out or whatever swing away swing Swing away away. yeah not not swing yeah yeah and like (laughs) he was told you know like his wife's last words were their her last words for a reason so like he is constantly denying all of these things until the very end, whenever he starts to put things together, like, you know, I, he, he gave up his faith for a reason. And, you know, Bo has hated water her whole life, basically for a reason and asthma and all of that. And it just comes full circle at the very end. And it's just like, like, so, so rad. And the, and like, and even the aliens, right. They're using, um, they stay away from water in general anyway, because they're putting down crop circles. Um, and you can't, I mean, they can't, they're using them as like maps, right? So mm-hmm. like they're using those signifiers and landmarks for, uh, for navigation and you can't do that in water. So of course that's like happening in the Midwest and in farms and stuff like that. So it's, it's very, it's very, very like heady in like the weirdest way because this movie, even the climax of the movie isn't like a super big deal. It's not this huge sci-fi thing everything feels so small and personal 
and um, feels like, yeah, this is what would happen in an alien invasion, right? This is how it would look to a small family in like the Midwest, right? Yeah, this movie got the choice for them to sleep through the entire invasion mm-hmm. is so good. Yeah. Like the fact that it's like we're building up to like a big, you know, showdown with the aliens. Uh, we slept through it. And you don't <laughs> so get it. Set the yeah. alarm. <laughs> but then having them come upstairs and like having that one alien who is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. The scene where it's like the aliens in the shadows and all you see is their like teeth start to clench at them yeah. as he's holding as they're holding Morgan. Oh man, this movie's scary. This movie's scary. Oh, and like and even the oh. hand scene when they're in the basement. Mm-hmm. Oh, like and you start you realize like oh they can they can camouflage so like it doesn't matter and that's like that makes so much sense as to why whenever they were trying to give descriptions to Caroline that fucking Merle and Graham couldn't give her anything because they couldn't like it was just something that they could not comprehend. It's yeah, yeah so and, cool. And it was very dark. Yes, it was very dark. Yeah, I think he's like, I don't think a Scandinavian, like Olympian, was was outside our house. And she's like, I don't know. They can jump really high. Yeah, she's like, I don't know, Merle. They can jump pretty high. And he's just like, what the fuck are you saying? God, that's the other thing about this movie is that it, 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 while obviously, yeah, very, very well done, uh, scary Mm -hmm. moments, uh, also, no, it's the, I think I would call it the perfect balance of, of levity with with that horror. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like the interactions with um, with the sheriff, um, their their trip into town. Just it's it's peppered in throughout. Just just in like the right pattern and and uh, a distribution that that you are able to take your mind a little bit off of the fact that oh shit there's aliens and and also uh, you're able to think oh these are people these are people going through some weird times mm-hmm. and sometimes those weird mm-hmm. times are um fucking hysterical um and also the random fucking michael showalter uh, cameo which in, one which michael he? he is the uh guy sitting in the uh army recruitment place yeah he's, that is uh, like telling the recruiter guy he's like yeah he struck out a bunch Oh like, my god, fucking Lionel Prince. <laughs> yes, it's yes. Lionel, yeah. Yeah, I was like, Michael Schulter's in this? Brothers. What the shit? <laughs> yeah, Wet Hot American Summer up in this piece. Yeah. <laughs> so, it like, took me out of the movie for a second, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, and and like, I noticed that whenever I was rewatching it earlier this year, like, um, and there's a, there's like, a, I don't know, it's so smart that even, like, it is a small town, so, you know, they're like, they're calling out Dr. Crawford, um, who mm. isn't necessarily given a face, but there's a reason for that. Um, and then they, she's like, uh, he's like, well, he's like, you know, I would feel a lot better if it was, you know, if I knew that it was Lionel and the Wolfington brothers. Right. And then you're just kind of like, oh, that's just kind of like a throwaway thing to make it feel a little more, more lived in. And then no, like Lionel's right. like a real like person who is like mm-hmm. has like a very small role, but like solidifies that like this town is real. Right. Oh, man, this movie just like. Morgan's rant earlier made me like like the movie even more. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, everybody think uh, Chris Stuckman because uh, he did. Yeah, a, shout out Chris Stuckman. Did a wonderful. Oh uh, yeah, did a wonderful like critical analysis of this movie. Um, because I think he I think he feels similar to uh, similarly to Sammy and I about like how this movie impacted him as well. So yeah, a lot of a lot of really cool like I think the best part about this movie um is that it's so underrated. 
and has I wouldn't say a cult following, but like a following of people who appreciate it so much that it's almost a crime that it has a 59 on Metacritic. Like I yeah, this is so low for what I, like I, feel I like this can't is a high it. 80. If this movie was made today in the year twenty, well not 2020, but if it was 2021 or whatever in like modern times, th- I feel like this movie would would just be like. I don't know, it would be praised, you know? Like Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. I think if this was made pre Sixth Sense, yeah. It would have been a m- even bigger hit than it was. I think so too. I think coming in totally. like with something in Sixth Sense that was so universally loved and like, whoa, he's been dead the whole time. Spoilers for Sixth Sense if you haven't seen the movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think that M Night is excellent at writing and directing a movie like this. Now, granted, he tried again with the happening. He tried real hard yeah. to do another, like, oh, is oh, this boy. a space attack? No, it's not. Also, I read in the trivia, the aliens are only going to be invisible, but they couldn't get the CGI to be what they wanted for the mm. invisible aliens, so they didn't do it. I think the camouflage uh, kind of leaned into that, yeah. but also I think they took that idea and moved it to the happening. Yeah. Which I'm glad the sixth sense did not uh, turn out like the happening, yeah, even though too. I do love that movie. I do love the happening. I'm going to say it here. Yeah, I enjoy the happening as well. Like, I mean, I mean, look, we have a show about liking bad movies, so I don't think anybody's surprised that we like the fucking happening or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, like um, I wish I wish that the happening was better so people could appreciate it more. But I still I still really enjoyed that movie whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I, my, go ahead, go ahead, I only saw the sorry. I, I only saw the happening, I think, once in theaters. But all, all I remember is one, like, the ficus is, sorry, spoilers for the house, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> one, like, your damn ficus is out to, like, have to, like run over people with a lawnmower. Um, um, uh, a man genuinely with, er- like, full earnest, like, seriousness says cheese and crackers. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I'm pretty sure they blow away Corey in the house with a damn shotgun. Yes, yeah. they do. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking movie man oh my god that movie and like Ugh. look i mean people give m night a lot of shit m night is smart as fuck like i mean science is proof of it and i think six sense is proof of it too but maybe sometimes mm-hmm. we don't you know make a live action adaptation of avatar the last airbender you know mm-hmm. <laughs> like, but we do make the visit get- we, yes we, we do, do make, make the, the visit. visit we absolutely do make the, the visit's visit. fucking awesome yeah the visit was so good. I was surprised because that was like post happening, and that was like yeah. I think post the it was like post after Earth also. It was post after Earth and Devil, so it was like I think real it was bad spot. yeah. I think like I think the visit is probably it, M Night's like ter- like return to form because look, I don't give it yeah. like I don't give a shit how you feel about Split. Split is a good movie. Split's good. Glass is not. I have not seen Glass, so I can't even say. <laughs> but Split is a solid movie. And I hope M. Night, I, I hope whatever, you know, whatever he's working on next, like, I I hope I can love it as much as I've loved every, like, a, so much of other stuff that he's done. Because when M. Night hits, he hits. But whenever mm-hmm. he misses, he misses. He swings away. He, he does yeah. swing away. <laughs> he does. Oh, my God. Is M. Night is not, in fact, his character? Is he Merle in this movie? Merle is the stand-in <laughs> for M. Night Shyamalan. He's not like, M. Night Shyamalan himself. <laughs> He's just like, M. Well, Night's like, 
felt wrong not to write. <laughs> well, it's 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 like Kingdom Hearts. Oh right? God, the nobody, the heartless. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Mer- uh, Joaquin Phoenix is his nobody, and M Night Shyamalan is his heartless. Oh, Holy shit! I, shout, I have, out I have the, a... shout out to the like ten people of our friends who got that joke. <laughs> I've played all three Kingdom Hearts. I still don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, say I mean, <laughs> I've played fine. That's fine. I've played seven of them, and I don't understand it. So, <laughs> all right, I want to play a quick game with you guys. Yeah. Where does where does the water plot twist rank in the M Night Shyamalan pantheon? Low. If you want, I can go through. Yeah, go and, go you through. Know, name. Yeah. Okay, so we yeah, have. Yeah. Okay, I gotta look at the. I gotta look at the pl- at the movies real quick. I didn't plan ahead for this. It was a spur of the moment idea. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we're, is a, this show's a shit show. We're doing it on yeah, the fly. We're fucking, yeah, fucking. Yeah, do this. We may have a doc, yeah, man, but there's no away. structure. Yeah, swing. All right. <laughs> yeah, swing. Prepare for spoilers for Unbreakable, Split, Six Sense. Gla- I'm gonna spoil Glass, Morgan. So just so you're aware, it's bad, so it's okay. There's spoilers in Glass too. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't finished Glass. I saw it on like an airplane and fell asleep. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> Sam, you didn't miss anything. Spoilers for uh, the visit village, la- uh, the happening, and Lady in the Water. Don't remember the twist in Lady in the Water. I'll be honest. Yeah. Was there one? I don't know if there was. I don't. There. God, I, 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 it was. I think it was just that he read the cereal boxes wrong, and then like oh. the plot was entirely different. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. yeah, I think the twist of Lady in the Water was that M Night wrote the movie and made it. <laughs> that was the twist. Okay. I, I. Sorry, I'm gonna get a quick, quick go ahead soapbox. But I actually didn't hate Lady in the Water. I thought like if it was like done, like if 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 someone else had like I don't know peer reviewed the script and like yeah. tweaked it a bit, it, that could have been like uh, up there with like Guillermo del Toro's um, like dark fantasy type shit. But, yeah, and I'll uh, and I'll I'll be totally honest with everybody here, real quick. I don't think I've ever seen Lady in the Water. I just know people I don't <laughs> typically like it. But isn't, isn't I just that know one- the dogs. Isn't that one of like Bryce Dallas Howard's earliest? Uh... Mm, it, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought so. Okay. So here we go. Um, yeah. Unbreakable. The twist is superheroes. <laughs> okay. Split, yeah. The split twist is superheroes. All right. Uh, the split split is connected. Unbreakable is the twist. Sixth Sense. Uh, Bruce Willis is dead. Glass. Turns out there is a secret society that is trying to pit uh, all of the superheroes against each other. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Sammy and Morgan, I need you guys after the show to sit down and just watch. Look up, like, Sarah Paulson explanation glass. Okay. Because her character ends up being part of a secret society that is trying to show the world the superheroes exist. What? It's terrible. Okay. It's Why a really bad tweet movie. It? <laughs> <laughs> just do a fucking tweet, tweet long about superheroes. All right. Then we had signs. Exactly. Exactly. Signs, aliens are allergic to water. Visit, the best twist in my opinion, the grandparents are actually escaped mental patients who killed the grandparents. What a f- good fucking That's twist. That's a good fucking twist, like, yeah. That was very oh, yeah. good. The mom's like, who are those people? God damn, that movie's so good. Um, the village, it's all in modern day, surprise. And the happening, uh, the plants are killing people. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... <laughs> I think. Oh, and the devil. The old lady's the devil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Old lady's yeah, the yeah, devil. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. T- typical. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how it'd be. <laughs> she, she was the Karen. Uh, she was the Karen that predated <laughs> all Karens. Um, she was the Gertrude. Uh, so, I I think the best twists uh, M. Night has um, are definitely The Villages and Six Senses. For sure, and I think I think the visit is also like way up there too. 
but I all the other. Oh, sorry, no, I was just gonna say all the others. I don't. But we're but look, we're not including the twist from Stuart Little. <laughs> oh my god, that he's well, the, the twist is that M Night Shyamalan directed that. I guess. and <laughs> no, there's a real twist. The real twist turns out that Stuart Little's uh, uh, mouse parents I don't uh, aren't even his real parents. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> no, yeah. Turns out Gina Davis and Doctor House really had a mouse baby. <laughs> <laughs> but no for real like whenever he like whenever he goes to see them and visit him like the whole plan was that they were going to like rob him or whatever right like oh it was an Annie twist yes the twist was like Annie yeah like no yeah Stuart Little had a fucking twist don't discount him Night Shyamalan <laughs> so you really don't put Split up at the top with it being connected to Unbreakable the whole time um because that one blew my fucking mind and I was so excited I think it's high uh, mm -hmm. but I guess like for me personally, like watching split, I don't think I had, I don't think I had seen unbreakable at that point. Oh, okay. so whenever that happened, I was like, oh, that's a cool thing that they're tying this into unbreakable. That's rad. But I'm sure for like a lot of folks, like I'm sure that, uh, that unbreakable twist was huge. Yeah. I, for me, it was, it, okay, sorry. No, go, go ahead, Sammy. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say that, uh, uh, it had been like, I saw unbreakable, like it was definitely the nineties or like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, when I saw Split, when it had just come to DVD, um, around that time, um, I, I was like, oh shit, that's Bruce Willis. That's the unbreakable character with the coat and the rain and et cetera. Uh, but <laughs> like, slicker. because I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have the same emotional connection that I had to like, um, signs, Sixth Sense and the village. Mm -hmm. Um, um, so, uh, it didn't hit for me in that way, but I'm sure if, if someone did have that connection. That'd probably be a very good um, uh, twist at the yeah. end. Yeah, because like for me, I, I was a huge, I'm a huge Unbreakable fan. Like, granted, it came out the year I was born, so I didn't see it till way later in my life. Sure, but um, I when I saw Split, I had just got Unbreakable like for the probably the tenth time, like a month before. And so yeah. when they are in the diner and they're on the news, and someone's like, "Wasn't there another guy like that?" And they said, "Glass, I fucking lost my shit in that theater." Like it was <laughs> like I stood up in my seat and was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> but uh, I think the signs twist. Is a very mid range. Yeah, I almost the movie don't even so consider good. it much of like. I don't think it's that impactful. It's more so just like, oh, mm -hmm. uh, like, you know, I, I think it's it's on the weaker side. I think it's the least twisty twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like the village twist, it's like, oh shit, okay. Yeah, I think like signs. Like whenever you think about signs, I don't think I don't think the twist is what you think about. But I think, like, but when you think about split and when you think about six cents and the visit and you know like that is the, like those twists are like oh yeah that's what it is and like the village as well like that is um that is what those movies are known for the twists where signs is just mm -hmm. like nah yeah dog this movie's about aliens yeah man, i love this movie so much i'm watching glass tonight to be mad i want to watch it now again i haven't watched it since i saw it in theaters and i want to see it again i feel like i had to have messed up like understanding what happened there is no Fuck way me too i guess there's no way that M. Night Shyamalan hit out of the park so well with Split, Split and then just shit the bed with glass. It's not possible. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, it, it also makes me wonder about, um, uh, av the Avatar of the Last Airbender twist was that it wasn't good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> same with After Earth. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even know, like, what the fuck is After Earth even about? Now this is a uh, The M. twist Night is they podcast. go to Earth. The twist is in the name <laughs> that they go to Earth and Earth's, like, overrun by aliens and shit i guess by the signs aliens yeah yeah <laughs> surprise oh, no. the signs. <laughs> and they're all allergic to water oh god <laughs> and like 
Jane Smith has feelings, but they shouldn't have feelings. It's super stupid. It is a terrible yeah, Will movie. Yeah, Will and Jaden show up, and everyone's like, <laughs> or how are the fuck the science aliens? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is Sammy doing? <laughs> that was excellent. <laughs> uh, hey, tune into It's Not That Terrible to, to watch Dr. Sammy Valori <laughs> attempt to do a science alien. <laughs> it's like required, <laughs> required listening for all future patients. Oh, all right, be- before we wrap That's this up, warning. I want to I wanna ask the doctor, um, Oh, fuck. Is that how asthma works? <laughs> no, not even uh, not even a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain it to us. <laughs> okay, like this. Okay, and I have asthma too. And I Hell in the yeah. theaters that like it did take me out of it a little a little bit because I was like, are my lungs closed up? Is that how that works? Um, no. If you're having an asthma attack, your um, the the smaller airways towards the end of your um, respiratory tract are are constricted um, by the muscle that's around them. Um, but like they're definitely super fucking open um the only way that you could have um like your airway closed so to speak would be like if something was like if if he like choked on a fire truck toy or what the fuck <laughs> they were like they they would have to be like a foreign body like in your like okay. uh um, air pipe to, oh, okay to, to keep out the poison so i don't know maybe god did that <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah Okay, that I guess that okay. that sucks and also makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, Science like, isn't uh, good anymore. <laughs> All right. Before we, I have one more medical question. Would the yeah, truck holding her body together keep her alive? Uh, okay, this is on my most recent watch. I was trying to think of like I was trying to put this together because I thought. Um, so I this <laughs> this movie came out right around when I was. Uh, way big into like dragon ball z hell yeah and in dragon ball z everyone's getting like fucking cut in half like across the stomach and like that i i thought i thought like the, that m night Shyamalan did her like 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 frieza basically where he gets just chopped around the torso <laughs> um so i thought like it, he was she was pinned in such a way that like if if the if they back out the truck that like her top half just falls off or whatever um if like now rewatching it, I'm like, oh, she was just crushed. Um, I also don't know if that. Uh, yeah, I've heard. Super I want to say I've heard of like that sort of thing happening before, but uh-huh. uh, you still don't. I mean, it's kind of shown in the movie, and I think it's just like dragged on a little bit just for the sake of the movie. But you don't have that. Right. Like you don't have the amount of time that she had, right? Like no. yeah, like I'm sure like if you did get pinned to a tree or something like that. You could probably you could probably say something, um, like for probably like a minute or so. I mean, given I'm not a doctor, I don't know how blood works, but like no, you're right. You're but right. I'm sure like you could like <laughs> I don't know how blood works. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt, but like, but like yeah, I'm I'm assuming that like it, you could probably like you know, ha- like say something for like a few minutes, but even then like. It's uh, in the movie. It's even justified that she's kind of like talking out of her own head and hallucinating, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and even prophesizing in a way. Um, so yeah, I think I think that was probably just dragged out for the sake of being like, oh yeah, he had to have like one more conversation about it, and we had to make sure that we as in me had to make sure that I am Night Shyamalan kills the wife <laughs> in one way. Can I get a ride home? <laughs> yeah, in a way that's not like violent, I oh, guess, right? Movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where they pee through their hands. God. God. 
<laughs> Shout out scary movie three. Oh god. Uh, oh man. <laughs> All right, I think we've officially decided this movie is not that terrible. No, fuck y'all. Granted, no. <laughs> granted, according to the rating, it wasn't terrible to begin with. <laughs> we just kind of smudged the rules for this one because I want to talk about it. But, uh, Sammy, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Yeah. It was a delight. Thank you for having me. Oh, one, wait, 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 wait. Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'm going to forget. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it was, this is something that any time, like, someone brings up signs, I, like, I'll, I'll do fucking mental gymnastics to like work it into the conversation. Um, <laughs> I watched the the like behind the scenes featurettes like on the DVD, mm-hmm. like almost religiously as a kid. Um, and the thing that like inspired Signs, it turns out, was uh, the birds. Like not not the Alfred Hitchcock oh. film, but the um, short story that the Alfred Hitchcock film was based on. Um, uh, and it's it's to do with like a family stuck entirely inside the house um, and watching like birds engulf all the houses around them. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a, a, a story about isolation. Uh, so I was, I, I mean, I think I've had this conversation with Morgan and our, mm-hmm. our, our buddy Nate of some good shows. Uh, like we were talking about like what the future of horror is going to look like in with respect to like the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I think something like this, uh, where like the theme of isolation mm-hmm. and like trying to find some uh, anchor of faith or, or whatever that looks like for you, be it religious, like in this movie or otherwise, yeah. uh, I think that's going to be like the big um, thematic trend going forward. So I would I would like to see more movies like Signs pop up um, at once once we're able to you know film movies again. Yeah, and like. And have a happy ending too, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. um, and to that point, um, uh, Sammy, uh, did you? We had this conversation the other day. Did you? Um, Nate recommended us um, the Witch in the Window. Uh, have you touched that yet? I haven't okay. yet. It's on the to do list. I, I rec. How is it? It's very good, and I highly recommend it. Um, oh, that's a scary poster. Yeah, I, it's all. If uh, if anyone listening to this right now is mm-hmm. wondering where you can find mm-hmm. it, you can watch it on Shutter. Um, it is very good and, um, it's, it does a, it doesn't do a lot of like, it doesn't do a lot of typical horror stuff, uh, in the same way that signs doesn't do a lot of typical horror. So it's very good. Oh, I don't like that poster. God, that's scary. Yeah. The poster's, the poster's kind of fucky, but Google yeah, but yeah, <laughs> if anybody wants a good horror movie to check out or like, um, a horror movie that kind of, uh, ex- I don't want to say exceeds expectations, but it definitely, um, definitely, God, what's the right word? Like fucking avoids expectations? I don't know. Um, diverts. Div- yeah, there you go. That word diverts your <laughs> expectation. Um, yeah, Witch in the Window is very good. Check it out. Oh, that is a terrifying. Yeah, uh, I didn't post. like yeah. that at all. Yeah, <laughs> that gave um, me the heebies. Not gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see what, um, like, in what ways it like subverts the expectations. Because I was, I was having a conversation with. Um, uh, my buddy Kelsey, shout out, Kelsey. Shout out. Um, <laughs> um, like that. This is actually like the the best thing about Signs, and maybe the downfall of some of um, Shyamalan's later films mm-hmm. is that it's actually very campy. Like, yeah. like it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I haven't seen Twin Peaks, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. the, the 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 trip that they take into town, where every every person in the town is just an absolute goddamn character mm-hmm. uh is what i assume it, twin, twin peaks twin peaks to be like oh yes um but i think <clears throat> yeah. yeah that 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 little peppering in of camp 
is what what makes it like such a mm, perfect horror movie i think mm-hmm. and they're all like and everything about that is like um whenever they're in town um uh, sorry to drag out the end of this but the um mm. but like <laughs> don't worry about but, it but um but yeah whenever they're in town um each individual scene is uh or if each individual bit of that scene is um uh is a lot of uh it's like a little vignette of each character and gives yeah, you with, with yeah. different a lot of, townspeople yeah 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 it's like it's it's a vignette of um like it tells you it tells you kind of everything you need to know about morgan and Bo, and it tells you everything you need to know about graham uh and merle because like everything about graham is kind of told through um not like told indirectly and then merle doesn't have a ton of um doesn't have a ton of like exposition up until that point and then it's like oh yeah he used to be a pro baseball player cool and that's kind of all you need to know about graham until you know things happen and like things start happening to and with graham yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh, oh man we are so good uh again sammy thank you for coming on really appreciate it of course thank you uh, for having me next week we're continuing the M. Night Shyamalan train with The Village. We're going to have on David and Hannah Frank from Talking Tropes to talk about that Hell one. Hell yeah. So, uh, thank you guys for listening and uh, stay spoopy. Hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. Sammy, where can people wait, wait, find wait, wait, wait. you? Oh, Sammy. Yeah. Oh, I suck <laughs> at my job. I'm terrible at my job. I suck. <laughs> You're good. People can find me usually just in my room playing Fortnite with Morgan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you if you want to uh, reach out to me on, on the social media, um, I'm at uh, Dr. VMD on Twitter and I think Instagram as well. Uh, I'm, I'm not doing anything of like creative note yet, but uh, me and the aforementioned Kelsey are working on a um, movie from another movie podcast about uh, uh, well about movies where we just get absolutely drunk as hell and, <laughs> uh, talk about movies so Ooh. stay tuned for that uh, uh, coming on the horizon hell yes that sounds amazing it's yeah we're working title drink compatible <laughs> I fucking Ooh. love that so much I love that alright Morgan I'm a terrible co-host yeah I know people can find you where you can find me uh, I don't recommend it. you can find me at Morgul M-O-R-G-A-U-L on Twitter um, everywhere else don't bother uh, Zach where can people find you you can find me on Twitter at Y-R-O-K-A-Z underscore N-W-O-R-B still waiting for at Y-R-O-K-A-Z to open up the guy's not tweeted in literally nine years, so I feel like it opened up any time now. Twitter, just kick him out. Yeah. Give me the, give me the handle. Mr. Twitter please. really dropping the ball lately anyway, Mr. too. Mr. Twitter. So. Listen here, Jack <laughs> Doherty. I, oh, God. Fucking give me my Twitter handle, please. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Baby back, bitch. All right. We'll see you guys next week for The Village.